Hi guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. This is our coverage of the Bellevue Arts Festival 2023. I have to say 2023 because this is like the fourth or fifth year we've been doing this. Uh, turn up with a microphone and talk to artists. My dream. Okay, I love if you listen to the show regularly, you know, I like to take a walk around in people's heads, uh, if they're, especially if they're a creative, not just in general. <laughs> uh, but I, I believe everybody's got a story. And uh, I think artists and people that create and make things have got interesting stories all the more so. And so today's show is going to be, uh, it starts off at Mr. Jones Gallery um, as an exhibition that opened that featured Dan Berry, Christian Ward, uh, Mike Perkins and Charlie Adlard. Um, and we spoke to three of the artists there. I'm not going to tell you who. It's a surprise, guys. Um, you probably hear off the, the readout if you read it ahead. But um, hey, that's where it starts. And then we pick up things at Greyfriars Bridge in Colum for the Bellevue Arts Festival opener. It's a, they did the same thing last year, and we had the same kind of weather and the same kind of reception and the same warm glow that I had uh, last year. It was great. So they had Lego for the kids. They had live music. They had uh, lots of stalls. Uh, lots of people came out and brought the community together. It's becoming a bit of a tradition now just to, just to get a nice flow going before this event. Uh, event carries on it's like a week-long event um and we i walked around with my microphone last year seemed a bit more difficult to try and get interviews with people this year i literally switched on my mic and i just had interview after interview after interview and it was wonderful you know i spoke to artists i spoke to um onlookers <laughs> people that were there you know just people that was hanging around um we spoke to incredible minds and uh, it was fantastic. So the Bellevue Arts Festival is happening right now. There's some links on the readout for this podcast uh, so you can get tickets to events and find out what's going on at this uh, this event. And like I said, it's, it's a few days of great um, uh, lectures, exhibitions and things to go and see and do. Um, so please take a look at that. Uh, anyway, without further ado, here is our great coverage of the Bellevue Arts Festival. So we managed to find Dan Berry and Christian Ward, um, two guys local and brilliant uh, advocates for art in this town. Um, Dan, yeah. and we were just chatting and we were just reminiscing about a bit of audio we got a few years ago. I called it the slobber knocker. <laughs> because it was a, a, a room full of like crazy writers and, and, draw, and drawers. Drawers. Artists. Draws. Artists. Prefer artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it says on my business card. <laughs> It's, made, it's crazy how we can go that far back, and I think this is the first time I've seen you since then. Yeah, yeah, I stay indoors a lot. Yeah, <laughs> doing the drawing and things like that. Actually, that's not true. I don't stay indoors a lot yeah, at no, all, no, to no, be honest. You're all over the place all at the moment. The place, yeah. Yeah. In the last times since we saw you, what have you been working on? Uh, Four I, years, I think it's been. Oh, let's see. I've released uh, at least one book uh, with Top Shelf. There was uh, the book Rivers, uh, a fabulous book. I'm sure everyone's heard of it. Um, I'm working as a uh, producer for a video game company called Super Brothers over in Montreal as well. Uh, so that's taken up the last entire year, basically. Wow. 
Uh, the, one of the features today is the, is the bones, which I read earlier today, and it made me chuckle so much. <laughs> Good. Well, that's... How true is this story? Is this genuinely one of the stories of your life? This, this happened, yeah. I haven't embellished anything there. It's, um, if anything, I've played it down a little bit. <laughs> that abbey's full of, uh, full of mysteries, isn't it? And skeletons. And skeletons. Plenty of skeletons in them closets, I tell you. Um, and uh, what are you doing? Uh, you're doing the podcast for a while. How did that go? I know you just said you just hung up the mic for a little bit, but how, how, as a journey, what was that like for you? Excellent. So I, I ran a podcast called Make It Then Tell Everybody for, uh, let's see, it started in 2012. Uh, then just wound it up uh, managed to interview over 250 different artists about how they do what they do and that was uh, great it introduced me to loads of people um, it put my voice into lots of people's ears um, it was time time to wrap it up yes yeah, it's a milestone uh, and it felt like how many episodes did you do? Uh, 250 something wow that's a lot yeah it's hours and hours of audio out there um, we're about to embark on the Bellevue Arts Festival tomorrow uh, locally. It's a, it's a great event. What do things like this, the Bellevue Arts Festival and the Hive, all married up? And, and you know, these things that kind of encourage young people to get out. And, and do you feel like you're doing your, a great thing? Because I think like you, Charlie, Christian, and Mike behind you just come in as well. Doing great things to encourage young people to get there and draw. Well, thank Make. you very much. Uh, I think it's good to be able to to see art sort of out in the wild and you might accidentally stumble on something uh, and accidentally get inspired. I think that's one of the great things about having like a festival in the town that does that. Uh, otherwise you have to go and search it out and find it. And I like the idea that you can get serendipitously inspired, I guess. That's great. Christian's here as well. Yeah. Um, also has a voice. Can I have a up? voice. He's got to sit that way. When's in my turn? <laughs> no, I, I can always stand in Dan's shadow. It's quite comfortable there. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Shrewsbury and art? Do you feel like over the last few years there's been a bit of a an art revolution? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I've lived here for six years now, and so we we moved down from a Wolverhampton lad originally, but we moved down here f- from London. So obviously, kind of coming from big city to here like what surprised me the most was there wasn't that much of a sh- like like shift down I mean it's, you know a big major city obviously there's a little bit but I mean I quite like the idea that you know you're talking about kind of like inspiring kids like when I was younger in Aladdin Wolverhampton it was nothing like this really there was nothing that would inspire you I mean I remember talking to my teachers about wanting to be a comic book artist and they were literally like we can't be that you can't do that so I like the idea that you can have... That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that you can have an exhibition that people can come to and go, oh, yeah, you can be that. You know, even living in, you know, in Shrewsbury, you don't have to live in a major city, you don't have to live in, like, London or even Manchester or Birmingham. You can be a comic book artist or any artist living here. And I like that's what I love about this place. It's good that you can be vulnerable with whatever art, kind of art you're making. Yeah. Whether it's photography, whether it's music, you now have a license to go out there and wear your heart on your sleeve without having the mickey taken out of you or without your people saying you can't do that. It seems to be out there now in, in, in general. I mean, that, that's changed. Definitely changed. Since, I mean, I grew up in the 90s. If I said I wanted to do this or do that, it would, I would have got ripped for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, for me, it was more like, I mean, like, it wasn't really a Mickey taking thing. It was just like, it was like saying I wanted to be a rock star or a Hollywood star. It was the same level of, well, don't be ridiculous. That's not a real job. 
Um, so, so, I mean, I think there's definitely been a shift that's changed. And actually, I think, and weirdly, the pandemic has kind of helped with that because it's kind of like everyone can work from home now. So it be, kind of broadens what you can do from home and like, you know, what you can work on. I mean, like, you know, Dan's case in point working on, you know, video games here. Whereas previously, yeah, yeah, whereas previously, it might have been you had to go to a studio and work within a team. I think the kind of the freedom and flexibility of what you can do now is so wide. You can basically do anything, anywhere. And technology, of course. You know, you, you talk about the the pandemic. Um, you can draw pieces of art and send it ac- across the world, which I'm sure you guys do regularly. Um, uh, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the the ability to use technology to? send on your work or do you still prefer paper I mean how do you do it? well my work's all digital yeah yeah I haven't worked on paper for years yeah like, I can't remember I haven't worked on paper for mm, 10 years maybe wow it's been all digital I mean every now and again I'll do a commission for somebody to hold something but uh, as far as my professional work it's all digital it has been for a long time by yourself Tom it's nearly all paper it's kind of the polar opposite of what Chris said because it's <laughs> <laughs> on each other's toes, you see. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I really like drawing on paper. I found, you know, I used to do everything digitally, um, but I found I was getting kind of timid and, uh, I don't know, just a little shy about what I was drawing uh, because you can always take it back. Uh, and that doesn't seem to work for me and my brain. So I like having that. I've put a line down. If it's in the wrong place, I just have to live with it and keep going you know that I think my style's grown from that and I, it I seems like enjoy it you know? it seems like a weird thing for me to brag about but I wrote a handwritten letter the other day oh, la, la. Wow. Yeah. you know you don't do that very How often you know if you misspelled anything if there was no like dotted red yeah, yeah that's it that's it you've got to be so so careful um, but the, the scratch of the, the, the pen on the paper that that, that, that that quill kind of sound it's kind of nice it's like, oh yeah yeah that's the good stuff yeah it's excellent yeah it's real nice I, I pity this guy with his just little squeak of his glove on the <laughs> with his undo button. Yeah. <laughs> the freedom of the undo button. Oh. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment, Christian? Uh, I cannot say. Oh, okay. You're doing um, a Mike Perkins on me, okay? I can say that I'm writing and drawing it, but it's it's going to be announced next month. Are you, are you being a diva? Are you being are you no, up there at the top? I'm not allowed to say. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is it, is it up there with, like... Bucket list? Bucket list? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe. Is there someone on your bucket I'll list that, later. that you'd like to do? <laughs> where, where, where does it go for you? Is there anywhere that you can, you can go now? Uh... No, I mean, that's, well, but it's a nice problem to have, though, right? Like, I mean, it is, it is a dream project, what I'm doing now. Like, it's what I've always wanted to do. Okay. So, people that know me would probably be able to guess what it is. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's good. But, like, you just, but the thing is, like, you know, the, the initial ambition is to be a comic book artist. Then the ambition is to publish something. Then the ambition is to write something. Then the amb- So your ambition has just changed. Yeah. So although I'm hitting this ambition, the next one might be much, much smaller but, and more personal. But it'll just it'll just change. It won't be oh that's it. I'll retire now. You know it'll just be like okay now the challenge is something else. Now now that I've done that now I'll be like okay well what else can I do and how can I you know shift it's, it. It's a unique challenge for people to have. I mean you speak about Charlie Adlard. You're like well you've you've hit the glass ceiling now. Well where do you go from there? Like, but no, I mean I think it's the same for Charlie though. You know you know Charlie's still you know 
you know, Charlie could sit on his laurels now and not work if he if he really, really wants to. Mm-hmm. But but like he doesn't because we're artists and we want to tell stories. So yes, you know, you've got you've got ambitions that you want to kind of hit, but you've always got stories you want to tell that that are beyond those ambitions, and that all applies to Charlie, to Dan, to me, regardless of what we do, because we're, we're storytellers. We're yeah. storytellers. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Is there anything that you would like to work on? Is there any- I just, bones too, more bones, bones harder. Um, <laughs> bones in the attic. <laughs> I think it, it's kind of a nice position I'm in at the moment, in that I do get to choose what I want to do, and people seem to like what I do, so that's kind of a, a privilege. Um, at the moment, I am I'm just working for pleasure alone. Like that, that's all I want to do. Uh, if I don't enjoy it, I don't do it. It sounds perfect. Yeah, it's, it's you know after working a you know, proper job for a long time, like. Now this is way better. Brilliant. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I'm going to give you both my card today because I know we were acquainted, but I think a good hour chat with you and a good hour chat with you would be just phenomenal um, because I think that'd be really good. And uh, let's not leave it another four years before we, <laughs> when we do enjoy it. <laughs> Have a great evening, guys. You too. Thanks for chatting. Thank You're you. welcome. Found, um, come get them folks outside <laughs> and tell them to come in and meet the man. Yeah, come on in. Come and see some art. Come on in. Faye's like, stop, Al, stop. Well, you can he's... join in if you want, Dave. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. We, we, we'll leave you two <laughs> Well, his name's on the poster, so I've got to speak yeah, to him, yeah. haven't I? It's yeah. Mike, Mike Perkins, all right? Hello. <laughs> We're at uh, Faye's uh, uh, Miss Jones Gallery. How do you like it here? You like it's great. It's, it, they've, they've done a really good job with all the work. It's like really spaced out, really nicely. Um, I think it's really worked. It looks really good. And I, I, I don't know. I, we've probably covered it before, but what is bringing so many like Faye opening this gallery here, you coming here, and there's Dan, uh, and there's so many people. Christian is wonderful as well. He's only been here six years. What's bringing all these amazing artists to Shrewsbury? You know, I think in the la- probably the last 10, 15 years, it's really grown as an artistic hub, in a way. Um, I think you do go to places and you can feel that that sense, that creativity in the air. And I think Shrewsbury is one of those places. Do you think like the, the difference between like a block or a few blocks in, in, in Birmingham or New York or something like that, as opposed to a whole town feeling uh, it's so artsy, is it, is it, you can spread out a bit more, I guess, here. I don't know. You get, you get other places within England that feel the same way. You, you, you go down to Bath and you can feel it there. Um, when, you, when you go to Poland, you go to Krakow, you can feel that creativity. It's just buzzing. You know, and I think, I think there's certain places where, I don't know if it's ley lines or whatever, I don't know, I just get mystic about it. But uh, I think there's definitely a confluence of creative energy. I guess it's vibrations that come from other creatives. Right, right, right. And uh, I mean, when when I lived here twenty odd years back, there was there was me and Charlie, you know. Um, but now, I mean, there's 10, 11, 12 comic creators here. And what do you think that does for other creators in the vicinity? Well, it, it emphasizes the town and brings other people in as well. So that's always a, that's always a good thing. You can you can join in. <laughs> Very nice to see you. Thank you. <laughs> see <ya. laughs> so we're at, we are at an art exhibition. People are coming and going, which is, which is nice. Uh, we get you in, 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 in the mood. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, it, it encourages other artists, but do you feel like, 
I mean, first of all, do you ever get bored of seeing your work here displayed like this? Does it ever does no, it still feel it's special It's always to a you? thrill. It's yeah. always a thrill. You know, it's always a thrill that other people want to see the work. You know, I mean, I mean, you obviously know that other people want to see when it's in print. But as far as seeing the actual work, it's a, it's a different approach. It's a different mindset, I think. Yes, it is nice. I imagine. <laughs> I mean, I get the odd person now and again going, oh, I listen to your show. Yeah, I get yeah. that as a vibe, but like, my stuff hasn't been blown up like yours has. And yeah. I love that. I think, and I think it's I'm great. Sure you could have it in a gallery. You could just have your, you know. Yeah. The 90s revival. The uh, show. Well, we, I do want to do a proper vodcast. Right. We are speaking with a few people at the moment to try and get some cameras, get a venue. And just go with it. Just yeah, get some yeah, bring people yeah, in because I feel like that's what Shoes needs right now. Yeah, 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 totally. Evolving, baby. I, I did that thing go with the um, where you wanted to get a specific area and just hang out and talk. Because you were talking, I was, I was mentioning the uh, the bandstand in the middle. You could do that. Oh yeah, we haven't done that yet. Oh okay. That's what. That's kind of what I want to do though. Right. I want to create somewhere where it's like um, almost like a backdrop for what we want to do and, and make it. So like if we, we take a small business right. and we create that, we make that our, our sort of set, if you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, it, and it takes off, then we promote a business that way yeah, yeah. whilst creating a great show. Yeah. It's yeah, a great yeah. idea, I think, yeah. you know. So, uh, well, I don't know, though, because i just got a new job, which I can't talk too much about, but I've got a new job, and so everything's up in the air, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, what do you think of this? I mean, see, you're up here with, 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 with Dan and with Christian. Yeah, so collaborating with other local artists in a, in a gallery like this was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it was nice when they mentioned it, and it was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. We can do that. We can do that together, you know, and uh, you know, bring some prints in and things like that. So oh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to ask you what you're working on because you're giving the same old. <laughs> and he swore then the same old the same old story. I can't tell you. I told you I'd have to kill you. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Still on that one, are we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, I'm sure when you've got something to tell me, you'll come and find me. Always... I, do, I do actually have some 2008 covers coming up as well. Oh. I can probably tell you about that, maybe. Well, we'll have to organise. <laughs> I do, I do want to redo our slobber thing that we did at The Hive, uh, where we get you and Charlie, and we'll get Dan, and we'll get, we'll get Christian, we'll get so many artists around and talk about their work because last time we did it somebody left the aircon on and we couldn't use the audio oh really so that'd be good wouldn't it though? yeah 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 totally because so then gonna... we'll just be probably just taking the rip out of each other all the time that's what I want to get yeah yeah I want to get like you guys bantering between each other <laughs> That's the best kind. All right, John Wagner, how are you? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. But anyway, it's always great chatting to you. And thank you for doing what you do for local artists. Excellent, thank you. So, yeah, you can hear the music, the children in the background. We are at Greyfriars now. Um, what you've just heard was what we did last night at uh, Miss Jones Gallery. Uh, the, the theme for this year's Bellevue Arts Festival is Heroes, which is why it suited... Uh, Mike Perkins and Dan Berry and Christian Ward um, representing that. Um, and we're at Greyfriars now. There's uh, the superhero pants bunting uh, lining the bridge. Um, there's stalls out here. There's James Warman doing his great thing. Uh, we were chatting to him last night, but not in front of a microphone. And as you can hear, it's buzzing today. So let's go and get some interviews. Let's find out what today's all about. 
So I'm Alex, I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Okay, I'm Stuart Altman from the Bellevue Community and Colon Community Action Group. And I'm the Treasurer. You're the Treasurer. I'm John Ingham, I'm from the Bellevue and Colon Community Action Group and I'm the Chair. Can you explain to the listeners what is the Bellevue Community Action Group, what is it? Certainly, we try to do our best for the local community with a view to if they have a problem we try and resolve that problem if not we point them in the direction where the problem can be resolved close to the local council we've recently had the four defibrillators put into our area from funding from the lottery group we also won the best village in Shropshire competition for which we received funding which we put back into our local community and obviously with Stuart being the treasurer very tight on the money so I I don't get much I don't get much leeway can we have a no no definitely we spend it all (laughs) yeah we've done a lot for a lot of community we've done all litter picking Uh, it started during Covid really because we wanted to support the local community. There were lots of um, initiatives during the yeah. pandemic about yeah. what can we do to help. It was one of the really good things that have come out of the pandemic, actually. Um, Vicky from the Prince of Wales who started it, she had to isolate for all of COVID. Uh, and, it, and it was good for her because she phoned up a lot of the people in need around the area, found out what they needed, and they would then phone people in the community to go and do shopping or to go and help them out in any ways we could uh, and it's sort of built from there really we realized there was a need and there's still a need to try and do things to improve litter picking dog mess you know all sorts of things try to plant uh, Sutton Bridge we've planted that up with some flowers and cleaned it up a little bit try to get rid of graffiti wherever we can so little things that make the area nicer and that's what we're trying to do I remember during the pandemic seeing things like what you're doing and there's the the guys up in Radbrook doing stuff and there's um, little bags of kindness, they were doing something and um, um, random acts of kindness on Facebook as well, they've got a great thing. It's such a nice warming thing to see a community come together like that, right? It's good for for both sides really, I mean we feel good from helping people. Uh, and it's and it, you know it's it's improving the area, you know, and this sort of thing with the arts festival, everybody's smiling, you know, the the music, the 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 art, that, and everything that's going on, is just what community should be about, you know. It's great. I remember coming here last year, and it it, it had the same sort of vibe. It's just yeah. nice that you can just replicate that every year, and that's big, that's what that what that's what happens when you live in such a nice community, right? Yeah. I'd like to come in on what Stuart's briefed you on regarding the vulnerable people during covid to stop them being scammed to stop them losing their money to the wrong people we had a dedicated phone line manned 20 hours a day so they could ring in with their shopping order we paid for it and then they paid us back so we reduced their vulnerability by doing that very nice great work guys how many of you guys are are in the the group Ten, and we have an advisor who was a local councillor, Kate Halliday. Wonderful. Great work, seriously. Uh, and what does this mean to, to the local community? Uh, what, we're, what I'm describing now is as a, an audio-only show. The sun is beaming down. We're at Greyfriars Bridge. There's people scattered everywhere. There's live music you can hear. and There's flowers being sold. There's just people out everywhere. Yeah, it's nice. It is. And it's a really good spot because everybody comes in across the bridge. It's a really busy spot. And it's, uh, you know, they've, they've done all the bridge in nice... Uh, bunting of pant bunting <laughs> which is makes Pants, everyone yeah. smile doesn't it <laughs> and the kids have got involved in it look and we've got the local 
uh, school here, the you know the Colum yeah. School. Lots of kids. It's a big big school for the area, so they get involved in things as well. Try and support the local shops. We have flooding issues in the area, so we try to help out with that. We're looking at schemes to try and help get the Environment Agency. They come and talk to us, you know, to see if we can get involved. Uh, to, to the police involved in it, yeah. If we have issues with uh, drugs taking or anything that's going on, we put in the got the new, no cycling signs put back in again yeah. to try and stop the kids cycling over the bridge you know that's so it, it's all trying to improve the area and you can see everyone smiling the music that's going on here is lovely you know really good vibes really good vibes and the, the theme of the Bellevue Arts Festival uh, this uh, this year is Heroes yep. and I feel like you know in, in a world where we don't have Batman and we don't have Superman <laughs> or the Flash we have folks like you guys People making doing real things. People doing real things yeah. and, and really making getting out there and having a, making a positive influence on their community. So, from me and I guess from everybody else that's listening, thank you so much for what you guys do. Well, thank you for the thank interview. You. Thanks yeah. very much. Brilliant. Thank you very much for chatting to me today. Thank you. Oh, we got any social media pre- presence? We have. We've got our Facebook page, which sort of uh, tells people what's going on in the area, uh, and if they've got any, any issues in the area where they want to think we can imp- help improve it, street lighting dog mess anything to do with their area things to improve it for their kids in the area then let us know and we'll try and see if we can improve so that's the bellevue and colum community action group so look for that on facebook guys um please give them a follow thank you very much guys thank you thank you, thank you. so i found one of the organizers sue um I, we spoke to you last year we did at yeah. the art, art exhibition it was for the, the school kids right was it for the school kids or was it yes actually the school children get involved every year the whole school it's completely amazing because um 20 years ago one of their teachers who sadly has died since she started this festival 20 years ago so this year is our 20th anniversary so that's why the Colon Primary School children get involved every single year and they produce the most magnificent... I, I picked up this work this week. We've got hero capes, we've got street scenes from the year sixes, uh, we've got ancient Egyptian heroes. It's just amazing. And all of that work is going to be presented at the art exhibition, which runs from this coming Wednesday, the 7th of June, to the 10th, which is the Saturday, 10 o'clock, till four o'clock wonderful you guys do an amazing job honestly i feel like this little tiny little art festival is is a catalyst for so many things that go on in the town do you do you feel i do i do actually and actually when you go to we all go to these committee meetings once a month all the way through from october right through to now really and uh there are times when you think oh my goodness you know will we ever get there but to have a day like this which is glorious sun shining and everybody's enjoying themselves it's fantastic and why the hero themes this year why, who chose that and why well that was uh, Joe Joe Aspinall's theme this year uh, mine came second but I'm what was yours mine was treasure oh treasure okay we do that next year maybe next year <laughs> yes yeah. so every year all the committee have the chance to put forward a suggestion or two and then they have to sort of expand it just a little bit and say how they think it would run and what ideas would be good. Um, and so it, this year it was Heroes. And actually, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And this is something that we need right now as Heroes. I mean, we've had a terrible few years, haven't we, with the pandemic, with the the, uh, the things that have been going on with uh, the local economy, the global economy, 
We all could do with someone to look up to, right? Well, that's why I'm really glad that the Year 6s at Colin Primary School have run with... They've done uh, two classes of work together and they've made... They've created this massive street... It's a banner, which is about, oh, I don't know, how many metres long? Three metres long. And it shows local heroes to Shrewsbury. And so they were homing in on all the services, the firemen, you know, the police, NHS, all of those people that help us. And uh, the, the, if you want to see it, it's, it's brilliant, brilliant piece of art. Amazing. And what I'm going to ask everyone today is, because um, the hero is, uh, is the theme, um, who's your hero? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love this. For, for a, 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 you know, a thought-provoking question like that. You know, but... I would go for... Do I need to say a name? You could say, I mean, it could be I'll live, say, somebody, that's, somebody you... I, I would say anybody who volunteers for public service, you know, service, because it's, you know, most people, it's a thankless task. People who step forward and they give up their time to do something for the good of the community. So yeah. that's what I would say. Getting out there and organising great events yeah. like this, you mean? Like yourself? Well, in a miniature sort of way, yes. Yes. So there you go. And <laughs> um, people that make podcasts. Exactly. And promote their local town. <laughs> I don't know anybody makes a vote. No, no, honestly, seriously. I'll introduce you to this guy. He's going around at the moment interviewing people. <laughs> well, thank you so much to you and the thank guys you. from the Bellevue Arts thank Festival. You. you guys work so hard so every year. And to your ambassadors as well, like Charlie, Mike per- Perkins, Faye over there, uh, uh, Miss Jones Gallery. And, you know. Isn't it? That yeah. gallery, superb. I really hope in the right say. spot absolutely in the right spot yeah fantastic thank you for chatting to me today thank you very thank much you. cheers hello so I'm Alex I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast would you like to introduce yourself I'm Louise Diggle I'm an artist and I run a life drawing in Shrewsbury and I'm a keen urban sketcher Oh, wow. So life drawing and urban sketching are two different things, yes. aren't they? Because one's yeah. organic and fluid and one wears one straight lines and... After. No, 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 that's not the case at all. Um, life drawing is uh, drawing a naked life model. Yes. And urban sketching is really drawing anything, anything outdoors on the spot. So it, as oh, you can see. see here, I've got some of the crowds watching. That's not linear. And even when I do more linear stuff... The lines are all wobbly. It doesn't have to be. Wow, where's that? That was from the roof of the market hall. We were there last two weeks ago drawing with Shrewsbury Urban Sketches. See, I had this amazing idea. I can't remember who I was talking to. It could have been Tat FB. It could have been Charlie Adlard. I don't know. But I was talking about, um, I think it's Cherie. Cherie Gerard, actually. And I was saying, like, because I can't draw. Right. It's a vocation that I just don't have. Right. It's not something I'm born to do. I see that face. I don't know. I'm just. I can do little bits. I would disagree, actually, because we get complete beginners at urban sketching and at life drawing. And um, my argument is that if you gave two people who'd never drawn before a hundred hours of drawing, if they drew for a hundred hours in total, at the end one of them would probably be better than the other, but they both would be better than when they started. A lot of drawing is learning, is just getting used to doing Repetition it. and, and practice. And learning to look properly oh. and practice, yes. I had a great art teacher because I did take art in school. Um, because I do love, I love art. It's something, it's something that moves you, you know. Yes. So, And uh, I did have a great art teacher that told me uh, an artist has great vision. You know, something that can see it, look properly and 
focus. Yeah. But some of that can be learnt okay. by experience. Yes. Well, my idea was to come to a life drawing session. Yes. With someone who's magnificent at art. It doesn't have to be Charlie Adlard, but it could be someone who's really, really talented. Sit next to them, me a complete beginner, do the art class, and then see how mine compares you know well the uh, life drawing we it's not tutored although we can always give guidance if people want it and some people do sit near me to watch what I do um, but it is interesting to look at other people's work and you learn from looking at other people's work and seeing how they approach it there was one bloke who who comes along he's a very good artist and his work is all outlines it's all lines it's not tonal there's no shading there's another guy who uses charcoal and does lots of tonal work. Now, one approach might be more appealing to somebody than another. So you, you choose your materials and you choose your approach. And you can try different ones, of course. Your life drawing um, sessions are, have become quite famous now because of uh-huh. a, f- a famous artist around here who shares a lot of his work, Charlie Adlard. Charlie Adlard, yes, he used to come along, yes. yes. How does that make you feel when you see... Um, a s- He's like a comic book rock star yeah. sharing work that he's done at one of your cl- classes. Well, actually, I didn't know who he was. Do you <laughs> know what? You had to tell me. I'm not that demographic, I don't think. We were at Drawn a few weeks ago, me and Leon, that's my son here, and we were watching Charlie Adlard doing a, a draw along, yeah. and there were people in the crowd that were mesmerised what they were seeing, mm. and they were like, we don't know who he is. And I was no. like, have you not heard of The Walking Dead? No, yeah. no, really? I hadn't, no. And my co-organiser at Life Drawing had heard of him because he's got kids, and they, they, so he knew about it via them. I wonder if we could do like an anonymous life drawing session where you just don't know who's doing the drawing. They turn up, they're behind a curtain, they just draw and then they push their, their pages through. So you don't know who's drawn these things and you judge them just on the art themselves. Yeah, but in a way we do that anyway. I mean, if we have a break and people go and get coffee and what have you and we walk around and look at people. So people don't have to leave them out. There's no judgment. It's not a that sort of a thing um, but people can leave them out and then you, you, you don't know who's drawn them but you, you can say talk to each other and say well that's really good I like that because of this or prefer that one because of that or whatever I guess you can find a diamond in the rough can't you if you've, if you've done a what you would consider to be a bad piece personally there might be a, a certain section of that was, actually that was quite yeah. good that yeah, line definitely. was great um, on a Tuesday we have a room at the Nags where we go and look at each other's work not everybody has to come you don't have to show your work if you don't want to but that really is very interesting because we can say you know that area that bit of the drawing is really really good it works very well you know what do you think gets better result? I mean I know it's hard to do like a quick 15 minute draw because you, you're limited on time yeah. but long exposure to, to your subject at life drawing we start off with warm-ups so they're quite short poses maybe two or three minutes that sort of thing so you really have to get down the main lines of a, of a yeah, pose yeah, yeah. and it's to warm up to get the pencil or whatever moving across the paper and then we increase the length so the longest we ever do is 40 minutes but we don't do a 40 minute one very often um, normally the limit is 20-25 minutes and it's quite interesting to see sometimes the quick ones are better because you don't have time to think too much 
It's really great, really cool. I'd love to come along one day and just do, to just do. to just to have a go with. Mm. I'd love to be alongside a superstar though, just to, mm-hmm. just to get the contrast, just to show people. But, but there are people who aren't superstars, but are still very good, and you would learn a lot from. Maybe I go. Maybe I turn up there, and I'm I'm an artist, and I just didn't know it. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? you be might be. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What does it? How what does it feel like to see all this happening in Bellevue? It's lovely, isn't it? Really lively, really friendly, good, good atmosphere. Really good vibe. Um, and what would you say to any any young, maybe not even any young, any but any shy artists out there that are too scared to wear the heart on a sleeve? I, I'd say have a go. You can sit down like I am here in a corner, and nobody will really notice you. And anybody who does automatically says that's fantastic. <laughs> so you don't need to worry. Even if you think, oh, man, I messed this up, they're like, oh, that's really good, yeah. Yeah. It's art is suggestive, I suppose, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Um, and today's theme, this year's theme, should I say, for the Bellevue Arts Festival is Heroes. I've thrown this question at a few people, and their brains have just melted all over my microphone. I'm about to clean it off twice now. <laughs> but um, who's your hero? Have you got a hero in mind? Someone that's inspired you through life, maybe? No. No? <laughs> it's been various people. Yeah? I, I mean, when I was about 16, I 15 or 16, I went to the Tate and saw Turner's work, and that was wow. And then around that time, I also became of, aware of Monet's work that he did in London, and that was also a bit of a wow. But through the years, there have been different people. Yeah, that does happen, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, um, I was talking about Dave Grohl, one of my favourite musicians of all time from the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few, a couple of years ago, it would have been Kevin Smith, who was a podcasting pioneer. You know, I'm a podcaster, yeah, and I yeah. follow these. So I, I guess that it, there are people that you want to kind of reflect yourselves upon a little bit, maybe. Or, yeah, you know. and also different people in different spheres of life. You know, there are um, a number of urban sketchers, because I go to Manchester Urban Sketchers as well, and there are a number there who I really think are very good. Um, yeah. Where, where's where's your? Do you have a favourite place in Shrewsbury where you love to go and sketch? Is there someone? No, that, no. no there's lots in Shrewsbury. Too I many. Mean, well, when the, two weeks ago we were on the top of the roof of the Market Hall, and that was really lovely um, because you got roofscapes, and I spoiled for choice as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 360 degrees roofscapes, and that was wonderful. I'd love to spend days up there drawing. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's nice speaking to you today. Thank you. And um, can people find uh, places to book on at the Hive to do the... the you don't the, book. It's a drop-in. It's £8 because we have to cover the hire of the room and the yes, model. It's £8 cash only. Um, it will be on the Hive website. My name's Louise Diggle. I'm on Facebook. And you can contact me that way. Wonderful. It's been great speaking to you today. And you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm Alex, I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. For my listeners, would you like to introduce yourselves, please? I'm Mike Marriott. I'm Mike Ashton. Uh, Mike Ashton, we've got two mics here. Mike Ashton, I've been aware of your work for a while. I think when I first started doing the biscuit, I think I, I was like, oh, this guy's a local artist. Definitely need to get him on the show. We've never made it happen, have we? <laughs> we've not. Well, I don't actually call myself an artist. I'm more of a painter or printer or graphic designer but I'm not an artist that's more of a philosophical I saw your work at Drawn it's really good stuff well thank you yeah I, I do enjoy doing it after 35 years or something of doing it I still quite enjoy it so uh, I'll, I'll carry on great stuff and is it all um Shrewsbury's a great place, isn't it, to inspire an artist, especially when it comes to architecture and stuff, you know. Yeah, we've got architecture, we've got the, the people here. I'm, I'm just here sketching the, the crowd at, at the uh, arts festival. So, uh, um, yeah, people, places, we've got lovely 
sunny day for it as well. So this perfect day for for sitting there doing a bit of urban sketching. I've just been learning about urban sketching uh, and and life drawing and, and the differences yeah. of um, which is which is really nice. Uh, and yourself, Mike, you've got an exhibition for the the Bellevue Arts Festival this year, right? Uh, doing a no, talk. I've got, I've got a lecture on um, on I think it's fifteenth, uh, something like that uh, next week on David Inshaw. is a is a British artist who's eighty years old now. He lives in Wiltshire, um, so I'm doing a lecture on him. What's he famous for? It's not a name I, I recall. I'm sorry. Well, that's one of the reasons I'm doing it is because not a lot of people have heard of him. But um, if people look up the painting called the Badminton Game, that's his most famous painting. Wonderful, um, and to, to 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 find these the not find these up, but to keep these names alive um, that are synonymous through time, and maybe get the younger generations may get forgotten unless we keep talking about them. It's really important, right? To That's right. I mean, I suppose I could have done something on Constable Turner or Gainsborough or something like that, but I felt that um, you know D- David Inshaw is a well-known British painter, English painter, and uh, and it would be good to introduce people. Um, to him yeah that sounds really interesting actually and is this something that you like to do like to um, fly the flag of other artists do you, are you an artist in your own right yeah I'm an artist in my own right but um, I used to do it as a living I was a lecturer at Glasgow School of Art for 17 years and I've just moved back down here having retired from there um, and I work in my own studio painting wonderful what is it what is uh, the inspiration behind your art that's a really cliche question. I'm very sorry. That like hit. What's the inspiration for your band? What's your, what is it? What is your inspiration? Well, it's difficult to say really. I was classically trained, so I did a lot of figurative work in the early days. Then I went over to do a bit of Scottish landscape, and now um, I'm introducing narrative into my work. So there's a bit of storytelling. Uh, so you can't always categorise it as landscape, figurative, or still life. It's, it's a bit of everything, really. But you enjoy what you do, and that's the most important thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I very much do. Yeah, and it's great not to be working full-time as well and teaching, because I get more time to uh, to concentrate on me. <laughs> that's really nice. Uh, and, Mike, um, are, are, you, are you local, by the way? Yeah, I've just moved down here. I've been here since last July. Wonderful. Shrewsbury is such a, a magnet for artists. I mean, we've got... Mike Perkins walking around here, Charlie Adlard, uh, John Wagner is a writer, of course, but he's a creator of huge cultural uh, significance. Um, what do you think draws people uh, to this town, Mike Ashton? I, I don't know, uh, civilised people. <laughs> civilised people, I hope that. <laughs> I ask that question to many people, and I do get a different answer every time as well. Well, yeah, there is, there is uh, diversity here, you know, it's, it's uh, sometimes termed as the... Uh, graveyard of ambition which I think is absolutely a positive thing and not too many people say it's negative but I came here didn't know what I was going to do it's about 40 years ago I came here and I thought oh well this is pleasant I'm not going to move uh, I've got everything I need here and I think this is uh, something that attracts not just artists and creatives but uh, but professionals that are worldwide businesses based here in Shrewsbury hydrologists and um, I know all sorts of all sorts of folks live here. Something about the place is just easygoing, you know. Um, I used to say there's something in the seven, but I can't say that anymore because it's a political thing to say now. It's that, that brings up all kinds of like uh, debates and stuff. But, uh, uh, there is something special here, and, and it's something that over the last five years with the biscuit, I've seen I've seen stars emerge from from this town as far as arts concerned, music, um, local young politicians, even wherever it is. 
there's something here that just grips people. It's quite nice, isn't it? It is. I mean, I, m- I moved up to Scotland in 2005 from here, and I've moved back, and there's a big improvement. Couldn't stay away. Yeah, I, it's home. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I lo- that's what I love to hear. So your event, when's, it, when's that taking place? Um, it's, I think it's a week on Wednesday um, at the Methodist Church, Bellevue. I'll speak to Joe and I'll get a link there's still time as you're listening to this to buy tickets I'll put the link on the readout for this buy the tickets and learn about some great art thank you so much yeah it's a pleasure brilliant thank you so much for chatting to me guys thank you So we're having a wander around, right? And I bumped into some friends from school. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Susie. Susie Wilson. I'm Kate. I'm not gonna. You're my wife. I mean, <laughs> we're on Grey Friars today. Uh, the sun is shining. It's a nice breeze coming through. It's music, lots going on. Lula what is? Lula Wingin. <laughs> are you are you happy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does this mean to the community? I've all this out here today. Well, do you know what? This is the first time we've actually been to the Bellevue Arts Festival. We always kind of go through it, but it's actually that sense of community. And I think it comes from like the school, and it's just really nice to be part of. Um, yeah, it's really good. Um, and this isn't just the one day. There's, if you've seen the program, there's like loads going on. Like, yeah, some next weekend as well, isn't there? Looks fantastic lineup. Yeah, really looking forward to going next weekend as well. Brilliant. Have you guys been to see the Salvador Dali stuff as well? No, we've only just found out off your lovely wife that there is Salvador Dali sculptures. He's like the rock star of, of art, isn't he, Salvador Dali? You know, yeah. it's really sexy stuff. There's stuff at the castle, there's stuff in the dingle and in the museum, and there's 150 local artists that have um, given in their art to create an arts trail through town. How amazing is that? That is absolutely amazing. So I think we're going to actually spend a bit longer here than we anticipated. So, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> well, the theme of uh, today's event, or the, the, the festival this year, is Heroes. And uh, this is a thought-provoking one. Well, who's your hero? Oh. Anybody, anybody that's inspired you throughout your life? You know yours? Bob. Bob? Who's Bob? Bob the robot. Bob the robot. He's your hero? Yeah. Why? He, he, he's metal and he can punch people really hard. Well done, Finlay. That's a really good one. I like that one. Have you got a hero? Someone that you has inspired you? Can't think. I can't think of one. Why is that such a hard thing for people to think about? One of mine's Dave Grohl. He's that easy. He's he's such a nice guy, hardworking guy. Makes great music. Dave Grohl anybody that just reaches their dreams their goals you know just goes out there and just does what they what they want to do in life and will work hard to do it so okay Leon who's your hero I don't know um, this is a thought provoking one <laughs> Sue the lady who's organising this today I asked her and her, mate, her brain just melted all over my microphone and I had to wipe it off can I think of anyone Tyson Fury probably I don't know Tyson Fury Mental health issues that he dealt with, that was a really good issue. Yeah. I'm not going to push you guys, but just remember. Welcome back 
you later. I'll have to put it on the chat. Chasing me down the street. Hey! I know who my hero is now. Well, shout out to Bob. Shout out to Tyson Fury. And thank you guys for chatting to me. Thank you. So, I'm Alex. I'm from the Shoes of Biscuit. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, mate. I'm Harry Taylor. I live in Bellevue and I'm helping to organise the music today. I lived here for a few years and I moved here from Telford. Yep. And within a few months of me living here, they were like, oh, it's a Bellevue Arts Festival. And then I got introduced to everybody in the community because we were on the gardens and we got to witness this for the first time. It makes you feel proud is what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's brilliant. It's a great community event, isn't it? You know, it's all your friends and family and people you know and some that you don't know all just mucking in and doing something nice for, for all ages. I've been doing this uh, this for probably the fifth year, I think, running now. And I always meet someone new, find something out. <laughs> it's quite good. You're organising the music today, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I'm not the only one. There's a few of us. But, um, yeah, we've got a great lineup of local musicians. Uh, we're about halfway through. And, uh, yeah, it's, gonna be, it's lovely weather. So, great day. In such a small section of, of what is Shrewsbury, yeah. how hard is it to find tons of people? <laughs> <laughs> There's loads of talented people in Shrewsbury. I think that's the uh, the great thing, and Bellevue in particular seems to have a, a bit. It's a bit of a magnet for artists, I think, of all shapes and sizes. If you like, brilliant. Well, thank you for helping out to uh, you know give us a bit of a bit of music, a bit of atmosphere. Well, that's great. Hope you enjoy it. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much. So I found Lynette Adlard. I'm usually speaking to her other half, Charlie, but here I am shoving a microphone in your face today. How are you? Hello. How's it feel to see all this? Oh, no, it's great. It's lovely. It's an amazing community event, and it's just great to see everybody coming out in the sunshine and enjoying themselves. Yeah, so. I saw you last night at uh, uh, Miss Jones Gallery and yeah. see, seeing all, all that. Have uh, you been a part of planning? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a committee member. Um, I've been uh, doing workshops with the Brownies and at the school with uh, other committee members and doing the arts trail, hanging pants, bunting doing chalk spraying on the floors is yeah is there a part of you that's like, oh, I wish Shrewsbury wasn't so creative oh my god there's so much to do <laughs> no I love that it's creative and it's lovely to feel part of it and just join in it's great um, now, over the last sort of five years of me doing this podcast I have noticed a progression in the creativity in this town I have just genuinely noticed it um, do you feel like your husband is part of that? <laughs> he's got a bit of face. possibly but I think it's just the town itself it's just the atmosphere it just invites creativity and draws people in and and so many creative people have made it their home it's great it's really nice and, and thank you so much for being a part of, of planning all this no it's, it's i've thoroughly enjoyed myself um what's the 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 most challenging thing when it comes to organizing something like this because it seems to just put itself together i mean it's, I just, know, it's, it's a massive team effort there's a lot goes on behind the scenes no, I haven't found it particularly challenging because everyone has been so open to new ideas and really encouraging and all their businesses have been really got on board and like let us do crazy things in their windows and draw on their glass and yeah, <laughs> hang underpants up. So yeah, no, they've been, it's just, I haven't found any difficulties to be honest. That's really nice to hear, really good to hear. And you've got a drink and draw coming up, yeah. right? tell us about that so the drink and draw is a family friendly event it's the first time the festival have run one but we're definitely going to do one again so unfortunately it's completely fully booked and with a standby list as well we've got um three professional artists um charlie being one of them as well going to do a hero themed drink and draw so 
at uh, House Coffee Shop in in Colum. So. And I know this one is alcohol free, yes. which is which is important. Yes. Uh, but we did one at St Michael's. Yes. Um, St Nicholas's. St Nicholas's. Sorry, yeah, I was going. Uh, and. I gotta say it was so daunting because I don't like three pints. Yeah. And we did drawings, and Charlie's like, "Well, now I'm gonna come and look at your work." And I was like, "No, please don't." <laughs> That's so judged. Uh, yeah, no, I think really we'll good. definitely, definitely do it again. It's yeah, yeah I was yeah, yeah. It's just to test the water this year, but yeah, we're definitely gonna do it again. Um, the theme of this year's festival is heroes. I mean, I've been asking this a lot, a lot of people, and it's 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 a really difficult question for people to answer. And I don't know why, but do you have a hero? Someone that's inspired you in your life? Oh, I'm a massive David Attenborough fan. I love. That's David a great one. Thank you. You win yeah. so far. Win yeah. So far. Uh, oh, I don't know. So many in different. If you could, it's it's such a broad statement. Heroes. So I don't know. It's really hard to choose. So I was going with Dave. I went with Dave Grohl earlier, and then Kevin Smith because he did the podcasty stuff. But. Yeah. Um, um, it's weird how when you need something like that something to inspire you the people that you gravitate towards they can't stay with you for your life don't yeah they? absolutely I mean David Attenborough has been around all my life bless him and I hope he's around for a lot longer and he's trying his hardest to save yeah, the world isn't absolutely. he absolutely we should be more David definitely absolutely um, well thank you so much for all your efforts and uh, for, for putting this on um, and thank you for helping spread the word So I love my town and what can I say I, yeah, I love I love, yeah, no, I love Shrewsbury and I, lo- I love this area as well it's great it's oh, brilliant Thank you so much for chatting to me today. Brilliant, thank you. So we're walking around today at the Bellevue Arts Festival opener. The sun is shining, there's music, there's lots of people. And uh, I'm going to go around today and ask people who their heroes are. Um, that's the theme this year. Do you have your favourite hero, someone that's inspired you throughout your life so far? First of all, introduce yourself. I'm May Hilton and my hero is probably going to be Adam Beals. Who, sorry? Adam Beals. Adam Beals, who's that? He's my favourite YouTuber. Oh, right, okay. That's really good. How does that inspire you? Um, because he goes around to people's houses and giving loads of people gifts that he thinks people have deserved them. Oh, that's really nice. Like the Mr. Beast thing. He does things like that as well, doesn't he? Inspires people by giving. Do you have a hero? Someone that's inspired you for your life? Mine's Dave Grohl, by the way. I just, uh, I was, uh, Yours is who? Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Oh, the Foo Fighters. Well, do you know what? David Bowie's coming to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, he's just his 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 art transcended music. It was like he was a visionary, wasn't he? He was a visionary, and and I I I, I fell in love with him when I was a teenager. So that's you know so that's what. Sorry, Darren, but there you go. There you go. <laughs> do you have a hero, someone that's inspired you? I do. Yeah. So Nigel Slater, the cook, is a hero of mine. Um, so we use lots of his recipes and things, and we did meet him three years ago. Well, how was that? They say never meet well, your heroes. They say never meet your heroes, but he was lovely. Signed a couple of books for me, was just generally very nice. So this was one hero we were happy to meet. One of my heroes is Kevin Smith, because um, he's, he's a podcasting pioneer, made movies like Mole Rats and Dogma. And we went to watch him live in Birmingham a few years ago. And after the show, we saw him across the street in Broad Street. My wife dragged me into traffic. She was like, he's there. And I went to go and get a selfie with him, expecting to be like really standoffish. But he was like, bring it in, man. Bring it in. And I was like so shocked. I was like, this guy's lovely. He's really great. It's really nice to meet your heroes. Um, How's it feel to to see all this happening locally? Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, May helped with the bee. The, with the brownies yeah. um, and so that was that was really it's just a really nice community event and it uh, May goes to Colum School so does my Timmy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I thought so and uh, we just have a it's just nice that it goes through school we see the local businesses getting by it's just a really nice feeling so brilliant sort of yeah community spirit so, That's what we do it for. It's yeah. fantastic. Well, thank you for chatting to me, guys. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep walking and see if we can find some more people. 
Um, the bee looks fantastic, by the way. Well done. Um, so, hello. I'm from the Shoes of Biscuit podcast. Can I come say hello? Is that all right? Hello. Um, we're out here in the sun today. And, and this year's theme of the Bellevue Arts Festival is heroes. So it's a bit, a bit of a brain ticker, but do you have a hero, somebody that's inspired you throughout your life? Throughout my life, a hero? Oh my goodness. Um, oh, this is one that makes people's brains sort of melt a little bit. to ask. Yeah? Oh, don't pass it on to me. Yeah, see? It's a difficult one, isn't it? We've asked people this and it, it struggled. I mean, mine is a musician called Dave Grohl, he, from the Foo Fighters, because I think he's such a nice guy, very hard-working guy. Um, I was involved in actually doing a poster for the heroes for Bellevue Arts. But I'd say my hero, and anyone could be a hero, would be my dad. That's nice. Your dad. You don't have to have superpowers, do you? And this is the point I think I'm trying to make with this, is nobody's gone Batman. superpowers could be being a plumber, being a bricklayer, could be a mechanic. Your superpowers could be with a brush. It could be with a pen, words. So anything can be your superpower. Always the superhero angle. We're looking at normal people, ordinary people, your hero. Nice, brilliant. Well, I hope you guys have a great day. What's your name, sorry? Brenda. You're Brenda and you're? Mike. Mike, Mike you're the fourth Mike I've spoken to today. It's yeah. great, it's a great, great name. Okay. We're going to try and find one more person. To say hello. To Anne, our scarecrow trail lady. Absolutely. I'm still recording. Say hello. We're, oh, Joe. Yes. We're asking people who their heroes are. I've got one. Have you got one? Yes, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. For all the naughty reasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's a nice guy too. I suppose he is. He, I'm sure he is. Because he's such a philanthropist. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> because he's incredibly generous and supportive of. Lots of different All right. Okay. So scarecrows. We're talking about. And is our scarecrow. I'm going to come around. I'm going to come around. I'll I'll, I'll find a way around. I'm still recording. We've been asked to speak to Anne. (laughs) Hello, I'm Alex from the Shoes of Biscuit. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Anne. Have Uh, we spoken to each other before? Uh, we have a few years ago because I play roller derby and I think you did us a little roller derby interview. Possibly. Possibly. You seem familiar, anyway. So you're organising the, the Scarecrow? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, organising the Scarecrow Art Trail. Okay, so the the, the Open Gardens thing uh, that from the Bellevue Arts Festival, I always talk about as being one of the fondest moments of me first moving to Shrewsbury, me doing the biscuit, finding about the, the Bellevue Arts Festival, and then being invited around people's gardens, sitting and having a cup of coffee with people, and it was one of the nicest moments. My great, great introduction to the people of Shrewsbury. Yeah, it's great, especially if you're nosy like me and you want to have a little peek at people's gardens. You would be so surprised what's behind those terraced houses. I love the open gardens so much. Yeah, and I love that there's a theme every year for the scarecrows that people put in their gardens. This year's Heroes, right? Absolutely, yeah, Heroes this year. Um, It's a bit of a wide topic, I suppose, because you can have so many different kinds of heroes, personal and kind of famous heroes. Uh, so we like to keep it as broad as we can. Yeah, I've been asking people today who their heroes are, and some people have been very open and gone, oh, yeah, this is the person. But for some people, it's quite a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your hero? And he's like, oh. Ooh, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. I'll give you a moment to think about yours. Uh, while, while I'm asking you, um, how, how difficult a challenge was it to put together this, this year's Scarecrow Trail? Um, it's my first year organising it on my own. Normally I have uh, Graham that organises it with me, so next year hopefully he'll be back on board. Um, but no, it's been loads of fun actually, it's been really great. Everyone is so happy to be involved that actually kind of organises itself. 
which is really nice. That's really nice. What was last year's theme? Was it changed? No? I can't remember what it was, but it was it, these these things are so they're so what I'm trying to say is the the theme heroes like you've just mentioned is so broad that that could become a uh, a problem in itself. You know, you've got a, a, an empty canvas and somebody <laughs> says heroes go, you don't know what to throw onto that, yeah. do you? So when it comes to making a scarecrow, I guess you could how do how to make a scarecrow of Dave Grohl? That'd be quite easy, I imagine. Yeah. A few fighter stuff. Depending which era, I suppose you could you could do a few different Dave Grohl kind of thing things, couldn't you? <laughs> Have you seen some of these scarecrows already? No, I haven't. Um, well, there's one just over here actually saying that's what I have because that was a the bee, the, the bee. that's kind of made out I've of. I've spoken to the lady who helped make that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, with the brownies, it's yeah. lovely, isn't it? So uh, really good. Yeah, no, I, but that's the only one I've seen so far. I am making one myself. Um, but as a judge, I obviously don't intend to win. <laughs> Who, what are you making? Can we? Uh, I'm making a ichthyosaur skeleton, kind of like it's still in the rock, because uh, my hero is Mary Anning. Oh, wonderful! There we go. That's my hero. <laughs> That's really cool. We've had David Attenborough as well. as a great oh, humanitarian yeah. and, uh, and na- looking after nature and, and the planet and stuff. Well, thank you so much for doing your efforts, and also as well, I imagine there's lots of young minds out there working on their scarecrow right now. And uh, good luck with the, the, the scarecrow trail. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thanks for chatting to me. If you're um, a keen listener of the Shrewsbury Biscuit, you may recognise this voice because it's the third time Christy's been on the show. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. But it was a good year ago. It was. It was. It was a good year. A good year. It was a very hot day as well. You showed me your garden. That's right. Yes, it was. It was. But like today. Like today. Um, the open gardens. Uh, I always talk about as a, a fond memory of mine, um, because it was my introduction to the people of Bellevue and Coldham as I just oh, moved. Yeah, yeah. I just moved from Telford. I was like, uh, this is. It was actually walking around Greyfriars across this bridge that made me realise actually they made the right choice moving here because there was like young people stopping and taking pictures yeah and I'd never seen that before uh, yeah. people yeah. Pr- pride mm. in where you live yeah enjoying it yeah well, we've got bunting all over Grey Fries Bridge right now yeah it looks great mm. and we've got a huge great bee built, built of uh, bottle tops by the brownies by the brownies by the brownies yeah um, uh, the open gardens this year as well the scarecrow trail all kind of bleeds in one into the other yeah. the theme being heroes yeah um, the, the heroes for me are the people who open their gardens because it takes so much work for uh, several months beforehand uh, and of course at the moment we had a totally dry February you may not have noticed that if you're not a gardener then we had rain in March and April and then May has been dry 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 I've had to water everything and so have all the other gardeners wow mm. Here's me thinking the beginning of sort of spring was like just rain and grey skies. And if you were if you were noticing in your garden, if you had new seedlings out or you planted your veg, you would have noticed there's been no rain in May, and now it's June, still no rain, which is lovely. Except if you're a gardener, I could do with about three days downpour before next Sunday, which is the open gardens. Oh, so while this weather is great, there is a consequence. Indeed, so yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and. Is the the open gardens this year, or every year, is it something that just kind of looks after itself or do you have to go out there and find people that want to take part? I don't have to find people, they come to me. I've got a contact list of probably about 40 people now and I send out a big email about March saying, hello lovely gardeners, do you want to do it again? And some say no and some say yes. So there's always a hardcore, if you like, and then a handful of other folk. And then there's some new ones. We've got seven new gardeners this year. 
a, a total of 23. You will be pushed to get around 23 gardens from 10.30 till 4.30. And let me explain to people that are listening to this and thinking, maybe you live in Canada, maybe you, live, you don't live true locally, and you wonder, what are they talking about? Well, basically, people open up their gardens for the public. It's like a giant street party. You know, people are out there and they're, they're serving cakes and um, there's music. And I mean, last time we went to Bellevue, um, there was one street and they were, they were, they were just, there was a live band in the garden, little rock kids playing rock music. It was wonderful. Really, really was a great time. Um, so to see a community doing that and opening up their lives to welcome people in, it's really nice, isn't it? It's wonderful. It's so civilised. That's why we chose to come and move to Bellevue, because there was a drum group and a poetry group and Bellevue Arts and, 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 and a community group. And it's just lovely. And look at it now. It's just wonderful. Well, we as The Biscuit will we'll try. We'll, we'll be there. When's the date of the Open Gardens? It's a week, on, a week tomorrow, Sunday the 11th of June. And it's round the gardens of Bellevue. And if you're local and you want to buy a garden programme beforehand, you can get it at Stop Coffee or at uh, House Coffee in Bellevue or, or Colum Deli. Uh, and there's about six gardens on the day that are also selling programmes, which are three quid for an adult and three for children. I'll tell you what we'll do then uh, for our listeners uh, that are wondering what does this look like. I'm going to try and get a photo in every single garden, see if I can do that. <laughs> get it on our social media. There is your challenge. That's my challenge. Yes. That 23 yes. different <laughs> gardens. Yeah. 23. All different gardens. Well, thank you for your efforts and putting this all together. All of you guys in the Bellevue Arts Festival, honestly, it's incredible what you guys have done to transform this little uh, this little portion of our, of our town um, into... It's like a new utopia today. It's like really nice. There's music, people are happy. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those Sunday fates that we used to get. And there's all these stalls that are open. And over there, you've got kids playing Lego and colouring in. And uh, people doing the quiz about heroes and the musicians that you might be able to hear in the background. Yeah, it's been really great. I always love this. It's just a great moment. Well, thank you for yeah. chatting to me again. Nice and I'll see you on the open gardens. Maybe I'll come find I you. Hope so. I'll be there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Called his uncle in Jamaica. Left a message with the baker. Even checked his number in the telephone book. Then I got so awfully worried. To my baby's house I hurried. When I looked inside, the phone was off the hook. And then I walked up to my baby. So, uh, you can hear the music going on in the background. Uh, we spoke to the guy who's been helping organise the music. We found one of the musicians here. Would you like to introduce yes. yourself? Yes, I'm Gabriella and I play the ukulele, commonly known as Happiness in a Hat. Hello, Alex. Hello, hello. <laughs> what does it feel like to bring a ukulele? Ukulele is an instrument that's synonymous with sunshine and I hope happiness. So. Well, it's very easy to carry. It fits in your cabin luggage, so you, know, you don't have to worry when you go abroad with it. And you can whip it out at a moment's notice and have a busk or a party an emergency sing-song wherever you are well that's easy for you to say I can't just whip it out I get chased and arrested every time I do that you know but uh, it's always a, a nice vibe to, to play it the is, ukulele yeah. yes yeah I love playing it um, and I think it makes people happy and I tend to sing very old and novelty songs from about 100 years ago from the music halls and from vaudeville I don't think you can... Can you play a sad song on a ukulele? It is possible, because actually I do play at funerals, um, so it is possible, but it's not really what it was designed for. No, no, no. It's, it's an instrument of happiness and joy. It's like a shanty-type yeah. song. Well, it, it only has little fishing line. The strings are only made, basically, of fishing lines, so they, they're not very resonant, so they're very plinky-plonky, so you do have to sing fast and happy songs. 
I remember it was a couple of days ago. Tim, my, my son here, Timmy, was uh, playing. He'd been playing at Theatre Seven, and he had his ukulele on stage as one of the toys, as a prop, basically. Yeah. And we were coming back from the pub, and I was just like, "Jing, jing, jing!" As we were walking, everyone's like, "Oh, that's really good." Oh, I don't know yeah. how to play it. <laughs> you have to be careful though, because some some people sell ukuleles. They sell toy ukuleles, yeah. and if you buy a toy ukulele and you can't get a tune out of it, it might put you off music forever. So you have to be very careful and make sure that it is a proper musical instrument, ukulele, not a toy. Fine ukulele. tune instrument yes 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 and they're they're perfectly reasonably priced you know beginners ones um i've got i've got i've been saving up all my life and i happen to have a very nice one now a handmade one and it sounds beautiful yes so uh, so how often do you get to to come out and play then do you go to play on shrewsbury do you ever do like events and things yes i do lots of events um i do lots of private functions i play at weddings and funerals and anniversaries and uh it's usually private functions like me club meetings and at old people's places oh that's yeah. nice yeah it's really lovely yeah spreading a bit of joy that's really yeah, really good yeah, yeah. Um, well today's uh, Bellevue Art well this year's I keep saying that today but this year's Bellevue Art Festival is the Heroes theme yes and we were asking people today do you have a hero is there somebody that, that has inspired you yes. for your life uh, George Formby Course. Yes, leaning on the lamppost when I'm cleaning windows, and if you hang around, you'll hear me sing those at the end of my set today. And of course, he had a great uh, tagline, a great um, catchphrase, which was, "It's turned out nice again." That's really so I say that every morning and every night. And when I see friends, we all greet each other with, "Turned out nice again," <laughs> and it really works. It makes people feel happy. Brilliant. Uh, thank you so, so much Thanks for bringing so much. so much positivity to today. Nice to meet you. Thank Brilliant. You thank you so much. much. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Bye. So wandering around, I found the organizer of this. I would just like to introduce yourself to my to my listeners. Yeah, it's uh, Tom Supple, um, and this is about the fifth year we've been over the Great Friars side. It's a really nice occasion. Every year I come to this, I always I always get a warm glow <laughs> speaking to these people. I mean, there's always one of these interviews that leads on to something special. I think last year I interviewed Amiga because I like their plants, and we ended up doing a really nice podcast actually but went on to help people so like these events that you put on create possibilities for people and that's really important yes so we're as you know we're an arts festival and we're we're kind of driven by a theme so this year's heroes so we've got a couple of theme stalls so we've got west mercia search and rescue midlands air ambulance bellevue community action group and then around that we've got a few Stalwarts who are always here. So we've got Shropshire Wildlife Trust, who've got a giant bee that we've made with the brownies, and we've got a festival tent. We were trying to make giant bubbles, but we didn't have enough glycerin. Mm. So if, if your listeners have any glycerin they want to provide to us, <laughs> give me some bubbles. Yeah, some bubbles. So I think it gives the plasticity, but I'm not sure of the science. But um, can't find it in Shrewsbury. Oh there's, my. there's a shortage. Um, Oh, but yeah, and then we've got obviously got live music, which is organised by Harry Taylor. I've just and interviewed Graham him, David. Yeah, 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 and it's uh, that makes for a lovely atmosphere. I think it really does, and uh, I feel like oh, we were talking about this this theme of heroes earlier, and I was saying that we've had a difficult few years with the economy, with the pandemic. I feel like we could all do with some something, someone positive to look up yeah, to. You know, I have to admit, when we went into lockdown, I was really proud of the festival because it was. We had to change to digital, and actually that digital space works really well. But there's nothing like coming together at events. So, yeah, this is, this is great. And it's a lovely ad hoc informal event, which is kind of my favourite thing. 
Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to keep you for too long. I want you to enjoy the sun. I want you to enjoy... I mean, as a creator of an event, is it nice to actually... This is the last thing I'll end on. Is to sit back and look at it all now. It is, yeah, yeah. I haven't had one of the Galato ice creams, so if I get that in my hands... Very nice. Or a cold beer, then... Yeah, that's a it. perfect day. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you to and your your a great yeah, team. They've, they've done a fantastic job. Um, plus a couple of park runners, um, and also the residents locally because we've got road closure and everyone's been super helpful and supportive. So yeah, much appreciated. Brilliant. Do you want to ask me about my hero? I do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad somebody's give you the preamp for that one because yes, yeah, yeah. I've watched people's head explode when I've asked them. Yeah, have you got a hero? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, so um, it's probably an obvious one, but Darwin is my hero. That's nice. Um, partly because he there's a real there's a real journey you can see with Darwin. So he he obviously was a man of science, but he went out to South America, found his sort of calling built up loads of evidence yeah there's there's lots to live about Darwin because he was he was about to become a man of God wasn't he he was about to and then he was like no actually I think I might do the science thing instead now back in that day it would have been a very controversial decision to make possibly yeah I mean it helps to have he came from a a well to do family but yeah yeah. yeah, Darwin's my hero and um, I know we've got some really good things going on in Shrewsbury with the Darwin Festival which is which is great um, I've got to say, and I, this isn't me gushing over him, but I think <laughs> the, the heroes for me at the moment, when it comes to art, I, I kind of, I've mentioned Dave Grohl, I mentioned Kevin Smith, my usual, they're, they're my usual, Kevin but Smith. Lo- Kevin Smith, like, because ah. he's, he's, a, he's a podcasting pioneer and he, oh, as okay. an independent creator, he went there and said, no, actually, no, we can do it too. Yeah. Yeah, with like 15 grand, he made clerks, which went on to be a cultural success, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, um, Mike Perkins, Charlie Adlard, Mike, uh, Dan Berry, yeah. all these people that are going out there, especially Charlie, out there in the hive. I know Mike is, is doing great stuff too, but to, uh, to help encourage young artists to go out there and do it too, yeah. you know? Really important. Yeah, no, I think I think one of the main bits of the festival is to have that sort of shared space between local artists and kids and up-and-coming youngsters. We've got um, an award called the Judy Townsend Awards. And we give that every year to young people or to a young person that shows exceptional talent. And, and every year there's always somebody that really stands out. Brilliant. Well, thank you for, for everything and uh, have a great day. Thank you. Cheers. Cold beer now. So what a great show that was. Um, I love doing that. I love speaking to artists. I love being in the community. and I love the Bellevue Arts Festival. It's fantastic. Uh, now, what I forgot to mention at the beginning of this podcast is... We are going to be covering an awful lot of events um, at, uh, during the summer. It's just, you know how it is in Shrewsbury, all right, or in Shropshire in general. It's uh, it's party time, right, in the summer. Um, so I'm going to be releasing multiple podcasts a week. Um, actually, today I've released a, a second podcast, and that was from last week's event, which was the county show. Uh, I've only just been able to release it now because of commitments to family and stuff. Um, so there have actually been two releases today. So if you're still looking for something to listen to, please flip over to Side B and uh, find the uh, our coverage of the county show. First time we've been there. First time we found out about what it, 
the county show actually is and what goes into planning something like this. It was a great event. And again, uh, so in that episode, thank you to Rhea Alton for uh, for inviting us to that. Um, so that's what's going on after this podcast. I, I, I want to say thank you to everybody that spoke to us at the at this uh, opener today. Um, it was really great to speak to you guys. The sun was was intense that day. Honestly, it was it was such a beautiful day. Um, and you guys made it so much easier just by with your, your easy flowing conversation. There was, there was no awkwardness at all. Um, and that was really nice. Um, so thank you very much. Um, you're all fantastic. If this is your first time listening to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, uh, please give us a follow on whatever social media is your thing. You know, we've all got our favorites. I like Instagram. It's my favorite. Um, so whatever you do, uh, find us. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, uh, we're on TikTok. Uh, your, your follows and your support really does mean the world to us. I've seen the growth that's happened recently on Instagram, on TikTok. I love you guys. Thank you so much for that. I really genuinely, I really appreciate it. So if you're not already following us, give us a follow. It really does uh, help. And I will leave you now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate you. Peace out.